0: Man, I don't know how you even tackle this one.
1: The family has posted on social media that they uh, feel that they are being unfairly persecuted and that their approach to health should be respected.
0: Okay. Well, a child has died here, and a, and a mom and dad have lost their child, and that's tragic. But there's some part of me that is somewhat incensed by that statement, that we should respect their their beliefs their beliefs led to the death of that child so i don't understand what i'm respecting
1: and, and this is one of those stories and we've seen other cases of it of families who Whether it be uh, life support, whether it be chemo treatment, that sort of thing. People looking at other things and they don't want it and they shouldn't be forced to take it. And then courts get involved and sometimes will be forced to, um, you know, give the the treatment.
0: (laughs) Well, nobody intervened on behalf of this child, right? Because
1: the parents... The parents, um, well, they left it really late before... You know, they talked to a friend who was a a nurse, nurse. suggested it might be meningitis, then took him to the hospital, but it was too late.
0: I don't know. I know how I feel about this, but I don't know saying how I feel about this is the right thing to say, because there is the death of a child here. And as I say, there are two grieving parents, but uh, the responsibility of a parent is to ensure the health and safety of their child. And in this particular case, the couple ran a store that sold drugs, uh, or not drugs, natural. natural remedies, one of which they gave to the child. But that very same remedy, um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the province had actually um, attempted to charge them or stop them from selling it, that the that the remedy had false claims attached to it. Now, they weren't, I don't believe, successful, and therefore they continue to sell the supplement.
1: Health Canada launched an unsuccessful court case in 2004 to try to stop the distribution of the company's supplement. Uh, It's called Empower Plus, a product the company claims can manage mental illness such as bipolar disorder. Uh, Also issued warnings about it. In 2006, the company was found not guilty of distributing this stuff without a drug identification number. Um, The court heard that uh, the parents also tried to treat the boy with this stuff as well. Now, they sold this stuff out of their... um, out of their nutritional supplement uh, company.
0: So I, I guess it's fair enough to say this about that. They obviously believe in what they do because they must have believed in it firmly to rely upon it to help save their child. So I don't think they're shysters or you know, I don't think they were trying to prove some point. They they obviously believed in their own ability ability to to heal this child. They obviously waited too late to get it to to get the child to a doctor. So I don't know. Yeah, you tell me. Are they what negligent? What do you
1: think, Chadville? Let us know at four nine six zero zero six three, or you can text us at six thirty six thirty. There are there are people who believe in. In, in, in going that way, um, you know, I, I know people who are dealing with, with cancer who have gone in a totally different direction mm-hmm. than traditional chemo. It is what they believe in, and they believe that it's working. Um, now, they're adults. They're able to make their own decision. Right. Does, does that come into play or not? Should you be forced to take a treatment that you don't want or you don't believe in?
0: And does the fact that you're uh, the guardian of that child, as you just said, make a major impact? If I decide not to. uh, If
1: you decide not to take a chemo treatment for whatever, then that's my decision. It's a decision, right?
0: As I say, they believed in that supplement or Mm -hmm. they wouldn't have uh, relied upon it, but in the end, it wasn't sufficient or didn't work, and and they lost. uh, You know, a child's been lost in the. Lost their life, so yeah. Tell us what you think. I I don't honestly know what to think on this one.
1: We'll start right here with James. Hi, James. How you doing? Oh, good. This is a this is one of those awfully sad stories. What do you think?
2: You know, I got a a little bit of a an issue because I I I don't think people should be forced you know into certain things. If if I have cancer, I don't think I should be forced to have. But, you know, what bugs me about it is that they went, it was serious enough that they went and consulted a nurse friend, mm-hmm. right? And so if, if it's to the point where it's serious enough that you're already questioning whether your treatment and stuff, is, your little homebrew is working, um, don't you think that would have been the appropriate time to, you know, or even, you know, if you're, if you're getting to that point, don't you think you just go to the hospital I don't know what the space was in there, but maybe they waited a day, they see you know, thinking it's gonna get better. I don't know. It just it just seems to me that there's a big difference between you know, I you know, I have kids, right? And so if my kid is getting to the point where he's that sick, um, you know, I'm gonna go and just check it and see, right?
0: Right. Well, here, listen to this. And and you tell me what you think of this. And and Jay, same for you. Now, a couple of people texting already to suggest, well, wait a minute. What if they took the child to the doctor when we would have Mm -hmm. and the child died anyways? Then is the doctor, the nurses, are they all responsible? I mean, the suggestion is that this is an alternative treatment and it didn't work.
1: Yeah, according to court stuff and what the RCMP are saying based on the case, uh, it says RCMP said at the time that the boy had been ill for a couple of weeks, but his parents only called for an ambulance when he stopped breathing. Mm. Um, The Crown alleges the the parents fed the boy supplements with an eyedropper, laid down with him and consulted a friend. However, they did not seek medical help until the little boy stopped breathing he was airlifted to a calgary hospital and after five days doctors took him off the life support machines he died of meningitis that's what Mm. the doctor said
2: you know what bugs me is that is that there's a difference between getting treatment for some things and going to the doctor and seeing if there's anything wrong Mm -hmm. what bothers me is if you know if if maybe if they would have taken you know just to see. You know, whether you agree with looking at the treatment, yeah. that's the next step. But the first step is just to see,
1: right? To find out what's... There's a huge difference well, between croup and meningitis. Exactly. But you're right, you're right.
0: I think you're right on. Get an opinion. You don't necessarily have to follow that opinion, but at least find get an opinion. Find out what it is. I mean, to me, this is almost like finding Jesus on your deathbed. I mean, how many people suddenly become religious when they realize... I mean, as, as a last resort, they rushed the child to the hospital. So some part of them must have believed the hospital could help they just waited too long
2: yeah it's, it's very it's very um i don't know it's, it's a heartbreaking for yes you know, for the boy i feel for yeah because you know, he had his whole life ahead of him and, yeah. and i understand where they come from when i they said they've had issues with you know the health services in alberta because you know we're we, we don't
1: i don't like going to the hospital last time i went to the hospital i sat in the waiting room for nine hours yeah i know yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. james thanks for the phone call Have a good afternoon. All right. Take it easy. It's 316. We do need to take a break right here. Wesley, Steve, Tyson, we'll get to your phone calls right after this.